The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Monday, 11.30, you're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center. At the Star in Frisco, where it is 91 degrees. It feels like 96. The high today is just a cool hell. 100 yeah. degrees. <laughs> it's just, just hell. And just the low just tonight hell. is 77. It's like, so, think about that. Like, at night, when it's supposed to cool down, it's still 80 degrees. 6 p.m. 7 p.m. It's supposed to be 96 degrees. Ooh, it doesn't get no below. Wow. It doesn't get below 90 until 10 o'clock, man. There's so, no relief. Well, we hope you tuned in today no. because right before we went on the air, we found out this is the last show ever. ever. Oh, no. Hope not. We're all going to go back to our day jobs. Just kidding. It's the last show until we get back from training camp with this crew. Don't this know. Crew, yeah. Don't know if we'll have a version of this show at training camp or not. So stay tuned when we roll out the programming. But for... All tents and purposes, this will be the last time we are together until, what, August or September? Probably Might be late pre-season August. Games. Late August. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back for that third preseason game, I would yeah. assume we'd be back in business. Then. Late August. And if you've never seen this before, I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not. Oh, that we're going out? That's how we're going out, baby. <laughs> Crack two coldies. <laughs> this is canned water. If you've never seen canned water before. I've never seen it until... I worked here, but I, I don't like I don't like it that much. I don't either. Apparently, it's part it's of just the supply weird. chain shortage of plastic. Or it's weird. But Kurt, good seeing you. Did you have a good see weekend? You. I did. Yeah, relaxing, fun weekend with some friends. It was a great time. Did you drink some Miller Lights? I did. I drank probably too many. Miller Lights. <laughs> did you? <laughs> good for you. Good for you, Jesse. Did you have a good weekend? I I did. Yeah. Lay low. Not, I, I didn't. I didn't. I went to church yesterday and didn't leave the house after that. Yeah. Those are sometimes the best weekends. Mm-hmm. You just, just ain't got so nothing to do. Hot, and, it's like, I know. Stupid I know. Hot. So hot. What about you? Good weekend. Got yeah. some sun. Ooh, went a little out, pool action. Went to the pool yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I got a little too much sun on my back and my forehead, but got a little color. <laughs> got a little color. I'm not, not as pasty as I was, but yeah, it was good. Good, relaxing, not too much going on this weekend so and then nate will be here a little bit later he let us know that he got stopped at the border mm-hmm. on the way again. back to another trip so again as we talk about on the show all the time last week what day was that Monday, tuesday 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 at 10 30 p.m was it tennessee what was that no was that was like two weeks ago two weeks he ago. went to memphis this past week he was back in he's mexico. back in mexico yeah Around Allison, Texas, oil field. Wow. That was at 10.30 p.m. on Tuesday night. So, said the Border Patrol people were getting to know him. Yeah. So, there you go. So he, oh, that's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, man. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, well, let's get into it. Where do you want to take this, Kurt? You know, I, we'll wait for Nate on that part. But minicamp starts this week, right? It does. How do Jesse, 
how do things how are things or are they different between mini camps and OTAs? Obviously one's voluntary and then one's mandatory. Is it is it a different intensity? Is it a different feeling or is it just like ah it's just a carryover from OTAs? Because they've been doing OTAs for several weeks now. And yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. you know, our routine's the same with the media and the internal media where you know, you go cover them on this day. The locker room's open on this day. Every day for you for this week, I think. All three days, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, right. we have access. So that's really the only difference for us. This is the last kind of ramp up before you go on your little break and yeah. report for training camp. So you, you know, your veteran guys will try to get their last little bit of, you know, in mm-hmm. before you dip out. But I mean, for the most part, it's all about. Learning the system, nothing yeah. really changes in the sense of tempo or technique. It's it's all this is about learning. Like all this is about yeah. <clears throat> how can we, you know, for those that know it, get refreshed. For those who are learning it, getting as many reps as they possibly can. And for those that are evaluating it, being able to see those guys that you drafted, uh, that you signed on early contracts, that are returning guys, injured guys. And, and now you can sit and set your set the table for what are we going to look at going into training camp, right? What is our what is our first team, second team, third team going to look like? Uh, in that time period, are there other free agents that we thought about before the draft, and we saw OTAs, we saw mini camp, and now we probably need to bring that veteran yeah. guy in. That was one of the questions I had. Are, is this a time where they need to make some decisions now, as far yes. as depth and things like yes. that? Yes. They, they do. And, and and this is the time that you can do it, right? You can – because you want to get those guys into training camp uh, and try to get them acclimated to your system as soon as possible. And I, and I think – we talked about this before. For me, in certain positions, adding veteran leadership or adding a veteran player that's not going to be demanding of a bulk of minutes and not be a – a serious distraction, these are the moments in time that you do so. I, yeah. I think this team could, just from the receiver perspective, I think this team could use a veteran receiver. Right. What kind of receiver? A route runner. Like a – You don't want like an Odell Beckham who would no. take the spotlight no. and all that. Just a, just that's a, a distraction. A role player that's like, this is what we're bringing you in for, this is what we need you to do, just a good, solid – Like, to, to me, I thought the perfect guy they should have bought in, and they didn't. He ended up going back home. But like, I would have loved a Jarvis Landry mm-hmm. to be in that room. I just think that that's the kind of guy who is about the hard work, about practicing, yeah. about getting better. And now you can take guys – because even though CD is, is considered a veteran around here, he's still young at the position. Yeah. Yeah. He's still real young at the position. New to number one, and so. he's now being new to number one. And now you have uh, uh, you got Tober coming in. I just thought Jarvis Landry was a guy who could play for you and still give you extremely effective numbers. Yeah. But also, he's the kind of guy that's going to who who relishes in taking a young guy underneath his wing and saying, "Let me show you what it's like to be a number one." Uh, 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 CD Lamb, but also Tober. Let me show you what it's like to be a professional yeah. uh, receiver, and as, as well as you know, still coaching up guys like James Washington, and still coaching up guys like Michael Gallup. Because who was I, the, the guy? Like Dez was the star when you were here. Who was that that veteran guy that was kind of the, so, the backbone or the leader? So for me, I, I had Patrick Creighton. Okay. So I had a guy like Patrick Creighton who who was 
the guy who didn't require a ton of, but got a ton of minutes, right? Mm-hmm. But knew everything and took me underneath the wing. Um, there was a guy like Miles Austin who went through the went through the ranks of being an undrafted guy, special teams guy, hurt guy, getting back, finding his way, and then being a prominent number one. So he like he was one that went through all of the stages. Uh, then it was you know Roy Williams, who can only tell you really about going from being a man to being a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you watch certain things, but I had guys like I thought he might be more of a distraction. Who Roy Williams? It, it became a distraction. Yeah. Like it, it became an issue between he and Romo and Garrett and all that kind of situation. But for me, it was it was guys like Sam Hurd, Patrick Creighton, Miles Austin, who were this there to just give you all of the nuances of what the position required um, on and off the field, in the classroom, on the practice field. So bringing in a guy like Jarvis Landry to me would have been perfect. Yeah. I want to talk about fights. Ooh. All right. It's not on our run sheet. No. But we had a fight last week. Did you see it? I did not. Yeah. I just I read about it. it. I, yeah, I don't know if it happened on the day media was here. On Twitter. I can't remember what day it was. I think it was media because there were some pictures of him walking off the – Field okay. and the, yeah. I guess the report was that Ridgeway and Josh Ball got into it. There's a couple of big fellas there, big guys. Yeah. And, I, and there's two different things I want to talk about. One, I want to pull the curtain back a little bit and tell you about a very awkward moment that I didn't know which way it was, what was going to happen. And Jesse can jump in here. And for people that don't know, like <laughs> fights happen all the time at practice, right? Guys get it was, it was hot as hell last week. Yeah. I think this was on. Thursday that this happened would have been yeah hot as hell and and I'm practicing and the heat and things got chippy and things happened well we had our internal media days Thursday and Friday where we get a lot of our in-house content for different things and we had a room set up where we were getting our content and then we had like a holding room where the guys would walk into there and wait and then go into the next room and we had John Ridgeway which is yeah. what I want to get into after this part. Yeah. <clears throat> he was in there talking to us. He was waiting his turn to go into the other room. And we were just, you know, it gives us time to get in front of the guys, get some FaceTime with them, ask them what they like. Hey, do you play video games? What games are you into? You got any pets? What do you drive? Just things like that while they're waiting. Just And, and just being around the guys helps us out a lot during the season because we get that relationship with them. And he's sitting there, and then around the corner comes uh, – Josh Ball and oh, Let's Go really? into the same little holding area, and I'm like, oh, this is. <laughs> and I tell you what, man, well, Let's Go is a big yeah, freaking like guy, six eight, or six, eight. Yeah, I mean, Ball's a big dude. Yeah, Let's Go's bigger than him. Too. So they're in there, and they don't say a whole lot. Just thinking you got a front row seat, and I'm like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. And then Ridgeway goes in and does his deal, and as he's coming out, I time this really badly. As he's coming out, I'm coming in with Josh Ball, and they like in the in the doorway, and Josh like sticks his hand out like this and goes, "What's up, big dog?" And they like dapped it up and like you know, Uh-oh, shoulder okay. bumped or whatever, and and walked on. So like that kind of stuff like happens all the time, doesn't? It? Especially like at training camp and stuff where you fight, but then do you? Is it always get squashed like that, or does it ever carry over and like guys really? have beef with other guys in the locker room? Beef, no. No, not beef. But training camp, OTA, mini camp fights are stupid. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Co- coaches hate them. They're coaches so get dumb. so mad because you get a chance. You got a chance to get hurt, right? Not only that, but I thought maybe they liked a little little. I used to think that that's too. only mm-hmm. when like practice is down and you're trying to ramp it back up. Mm-hmm. But fights are dumb. Like they they are really, 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 really dumb. And only a select few of guys that I've ever been around because they usually stay on the field. Mm-hmm. The real tough dudes, the real tough dudes, they waiting for you in the locker room. Mm. Like that, this, like you rat left for you. Yeah, <laughs> the real tough ones. Like that's when you know. He's not to be bleep with, because mm-hmm. you have a little, you know, a little kerfluffle, you know, on the field, and it's broken up, you know. And some guys will fight because they know, in an instance, someone's coming to break it up. It's when you got to deal with that real dude who don't know how to turn it off mm-hmm. and wait for you in the locker room. Now I, I've seen that before, and that's like, all right, this dude. But training camp—those are the dumbest things. And it makes it even more dumb when you try to punch guys in the face with helmets. That's even more dumb. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's, it's 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 yeah. hot. You're already tired. Fighting takes so much energy up out of you. And if you don't get thrown out of practice, you got to go back in practice anyway. After you didn't huffed and puffed with this big old other fat dude for a little bit, you know. It's so dumb. And 90, 95% of the training camp fights that happen on the field never materialize into anything else yeah. off the field or beefs or, you know, dislikes or any of that other nonsense. It's in the heat of the moment. It's alpha males. It's hot. We're tired. You might got a little extra. I might be going too hard. Whatever it may be, a lot of it doesn't, roll, you know, roll over. But when it does, when it does <laughs> – that's some good stuff to Front see. Front row right seat. That's some good stuff to see right there. Welcome to the show, hey, Nate. Hey, man. Good to see you guys. Border Patrol let you get, finally let you go. No, no, I went to Florida this week. I had a <laughs> final reunion. Wait a minute. You went both then, right? Yeah, I went to yeah, well, you know, I went to Mexico last week, then I went to Florida. Oh, so the uh, picture Friday. you sent us at ten thirty was you heading to Florida? <laughs> yeah, the other night. Ten thirty at night. Yeah, was you were leaving Mexico headed to Florida. No, I was leaving here headed. To Florida. So you weren't in Mexico last week. That was I was in Mexico go, last week. So you were going yeah. to Florida this week. Yeah, I went to Florida. Went to oh, a little man. Monday reunion for the Newton family. How was yeah. that? It was great, man. Just we, we trying to open up some doors. You know, we got a lot of relatives that have passed, and we did kids and everybody. Hey, what's up, cuz? I'm like. Well, how? <laughs> so we, we got together and started, you know, because we had one lady walk in there late talking about she our cousin. You know, I knew her since uh, elementary. Like, you won then, I don't think you now. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, she's taking pictures of a whole lot of personal stuff. I'm I'm going to do a background check on her. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about, when you walked in, about fights. Oh, I, I understood right away. Yeah. 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 And we were talking about, yeah. you know. The, Did you ever the, have one? Yeah. Uh Nah, no, mm-mm. I, n- I never, um, because I was one of those guys that wasn't, wasn't going to turn it off because I, I I would get tired quick, and I, I would just tell all my guys. They, I, mean, I had guys where we would block me, and they will shove me and almost knock me down, and I will stop and say, hey, you won. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're looking at me crazy. And I just told them one day in the locker room, I said, fellas, let me tell y'all something. Talking to the defensive lineman? Yeah, mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. I said, brother, we out here trying to get through this training camp. And back then we had training camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hot. Y'all know I'm out of shape. I said, now if y'all, if y'all, if we start fighting, I'm asking you, don't take your gear off when you get in that locker room. Cause that's where the fight gonna start. It ain't gonna be out there. <laughs> I'm gonna let you, you know, so you if you wanna shove me, 
That's fine. I'll walk away. But if you hit me again, when we go in the locker room now, don't take your gear off because I'm coming straight at you. <laughs> He's one of them dudes yeah. you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, see, you know, so, you know, a couple of them push me, and I'm like, hey, you are. And I walk away, they're like, what's wrong with him? He's like, don't, don't do that. Yeah, you won. But going going back to that, we talked about this around draft time where they got they got pushed around the last few times they were in the playoffs, right? And they wanted a certain kind what, of five guy. Five years, six years. Yeah, they wanted a certain <laughs> kind of guy in here. They wanted a nasty guy, mm-hmm. and I mean, doesn't a, I mean you may not like it from a you know coach and a player perspective, but you kind of like it from. Draymond Green, it, baby. I, I would think if it's a little nasty, right? Ridgeway and Ball going at it, the coaches are like, "Yeah, okay, let's see what they got." But if, it, if it's Ridgeway trying to muscle up on Martin, well, then you got another story. One, he's probably not that stupid, but two, <laughs> two, the coaches do not want to see their, you know, starter. In practice, is practice. It, 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 like I say, a shove is a split second. Uh, you know, going at it is what two, three seconds at the most. You you trying to move somebody. And if I'm dominating you, that's just making me make the team. Right. You see what I'm saying? Once it's over, the whistle blow, okay, if Martin don't feel like practicing, he'll veteran know, hey, man, not today. This dude's too rough. Not today. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if he stay in there, he, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, it, coaches ain't quick to break up fights unless it, it gets stupid. Because nine times out of ten, it's going to be one or two blows, and you got a lot of staring and cussing and talking about each other. Yeah. You know, like I say, sometimes you get two guys that won't stop, but after they break them up and they go over there, get their water, be like, yo, man, you good? I'm good, you know. And it passes away. Yeah. You know. I can't wait to see what happens with these. You got Supposed to be tough guys? Well, no, these two joint practices that you're going to have in yeah. Is they, Denver uh, ain't and they LA. Going, ain't we going to Denver? And L.A. And L.A. Denver's two days, right? One of them is two-day practice. I think so. Dang. I think I heard that. The so. thing that – Yeah, I was on the email. We said that we shouldn't share with the public. The Rams are no. – no. The Rams no. – Dude, my heart, my heart just I dropped. The like, Rams love that. The Rams love – Are you being serious? Man, let's talk, man. Let's talk. The Rams love the fact oh. that they are – that they love away practices, you know. They love they love those type practices. The Rams do. Yeah, they they they, they do that every year. You know they 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 go they don't mind going coming a, a day or two early practicing against the team. It's better to practice against other people. You can get a, a higher tempo if your players understand what you're doing because they know they're not playing in preseason games. So the coach already saying, hey, man, give me what you got against these guys. And once once guys see that your tempo is a little different, most time they raise their level of deal. When they came to us last year and uh, we had that one day of practice, that, that thing was popping because that's what the Rams do. You know, uh, your old team, the Patriots, used to love to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we'll come in a day early. Y'all can come out here because it gives you a true chance. If the players understand, it's like, I'm, I don't know this dude. This dude don't know me. It's talent on talent. It ain't about no scheme. It ain't nobody trying to scheme. It's trying to see, can you beat me and I can beat you? So, yeah, man. All right, let's take our first break. When we come Just back. Just y'all nervous and quiet and scared. When, Lord, we, Jesus, when we come man. back. You check his email right now. We, yeah, we, that email. we <laughs> will talk about a lot more and a lot less. Yeah, we can go out to the public. <laughs> oh, hey, with the boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show where we are proudly sponsored by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Oh, I thought with Deja Blue, man, that, that seemed like the only thing we get these days. Yeah, man, these uh, cans of water, so weird. Uh, let me tell you about what's going on up here on Saturday. This is such a cool event. Uh, shout out to Presley Arians and the social team for uh, helping to pull this thing together. Join us out here for Juneteenth in celebration with the Dallas Cowboys and Miller Lite at the Star in Frisco on Saturday, June 18th from 2 to 6 p.m. Enjoy live performances, play lawn games, and shop local black-owned businesses. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com slash Juneteenth. And guess who's going to be our featured performer? None other than friend of the show, Doro. Doro. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's going to close it out. So cool. come out if you're out here. We'll be here. I'll, I'll, I'm going to come out and support. So it'll be it's a great, great thing we're doing out here. So come check it out. Come support. Should be a, a good time. Um, this is our second segment sponsored by blockchain.com. Uh, yeah, where do you want to take this, Kurt? You had a Nate. By the way, we just found out right before we went on the air that this is our last show ever as a group. <laughs> Derek is disbanding the group. Oh. We'll keep, find out about that at two o'clock. You keep in that saying that, Jesse. Are you trying to will this into? You're trying no, to get us broken up. <laughs> it's last show for you, dog. Yeah, last show for <laughs> you. Right. What, what have you done to make this man want to? This time, yeah. I don't know. I know. I did get a contract, though, so I'm good. Okay. All okay, right. So nice. you're good. No, it's yeah. our last show until we come back from training camp. So as as this group, not sure what we'll do at camp, if me and you will be doing anything. Oh, I'm going to find a way in there, man, because I'm that dude with like, 
Oh, I did. I did get asked if you wanted to uh, run the stage again with me this year. Let's do it, man. You'll do it. Okay. Oh, so I'm in. So I don't need to talk to Derek. Derek, I don't need you. I got Shannon. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I need you. <laughs> All right, Kurt. Where do you want to take this? Well, talk, let's talk about the dude uh, who's going to be critiquing us. Oh, Jerry Madelon. He's listening yeah. to the show yeah, today. Yeah. He's is in he the building. He's yeah. He is listening. Oh. He's probably. Listening. I know what he's going to tell me. He told me to have a good Nate, show. Nate, Nate, listen more to Jesse. <laughs> he's going to tell Jesse advice. to quit talking so much. <laughs> no, he's going to say, talk like Jesse. Talk like Stanback. And I'm like, nah, my boy. I'm nah, said, my boy. I almost said something else about nah, my. Nah, my. I almost yeah. said nah, my. <laughs> Imagine they telling Jerry, nah, my boy. Nah, it wasn't my boy. It was something else. You know what it is. Oh, man. Yeah. He's going to tell Kurt to talk more, Jesse to talk less. Yeah. Nate. That's not the dynamics of the show. Though. It's we not. need these guys to talk more. <laughs> it's not. What are you laughing at? Nah, my boy. Hey, my brother say, Nate, uh, you 60 years old. Can you quit using that word so much around me? I'm like, ain't you black, man? Like, yeah, but come on, man. Oh, no. We get, uh, <laughs> no. You better quit talking about it. You'll slip up and say it. Yeah, I will. Then so you'll stop. Really, then I you'll hope really it'll be directed at Kurt. You really have to go see Derek. <laughs> yeah. You really going to have to go see Derek. Then. Yeah. Uh, this ain't like, like letting the commander's former name slip. Right. Like, you let this one slip. That's, I, thought it was, I thought there was something else. You let that one slip. We, no, you we thought they were the admirals. We're gonna be, we're gonna yeah, the admirals. We're going to be a for real man. All right, let's move on before <laughs> Nate yeah, gets in. Yeah. It gets gets slip up. Kurt, where are we going with it? One of them tired days. You've been on the road for 22 <laughs> hours. <laughs> 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 yeah, I left, I, left, I left Saturday night at 2 o'clock and got back here yesterday at 9 o'clock. You left Saturday night at 2 in the morning? Yeah. From Florida? Going 2 in the morning, going in oh, Sunday. Oh, going to Florida. And yeah, coming from. Jeez, I don't you know how you do sleep? that. Yeah, man, I got some sleep. Then I woke up this morning and had people just calling me. Great things happened. I'm like, wow, man, I'm a blessed dude, man. Yeah, I'm a blessed dude. I agree. That reminds me. I saw another example of, of Nate just being in a different world than we are. Is that my my dad yeah. actually was doing a New York Times cross, crossword right. puzzle? Yeah, and the question was Newton of the Cowboys. Wow. New York Times, New huh? York Times crossword puzzle. I've never been in the New York Times crossword puzzle. No. You know, I, you know I what haven't either. <laughs> Have you, Jesse? Nope. Another word for noon, what it was, what, 11 letters, elephant. <laughs> I'm crossed. You know what? I, I never think of, like, we've been, what, a show for four years now? Something like four? that. Four? Yeah. And, like, we've all gotten to know Nate is, like, He's just Nate. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it never hits me until, like, when I go over to Cowboys Club next door and you go, when you go to the restroom down that hall, they have every cover that the Cowboys have ever had, yeah. Sports Illustrated. And you're on, you're, he's on one of them just standing there like this, big <laughs> right. 61. Right. Standing there like this. And it says Nate Newton by himself on the cover. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I forget how big of a deal Nate, because we just know him as crazy uh-huh. Uncle Nate. You when know? they did the Matin special, like, hmm. think about all of the football, all the people all ever, of the ever, ever since, since for all of the people that could have been featured for a moment in time through all of the John Madden years. Brett Favre, this dude, and Nate Newton's in there. Brett Favre in the mix, in the mix. Like, I knew my pecking order. Brett Favre, Lawrence Taylor, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy class with John, to be with John. in. Yeah, what I'm right? saying. What I'm saying. That's a crazy class to be in. Like Brett Favre, Lawrence yeah. Taylor, Nate Newton. So wow. crazy. I'm telling you, man. I, I'm the most, the best time I ever had when I like 
I was golf. I was like, I want to make like five all mats. You know, I, that's the only goals. You know, all these other things I make, I like. But I wanted to make five, and I didn't make it that, that fifth year. And John said, "What's wrong, Nate? You just ain't pumped up like you used to be." I said, "Coach, man, how, how far away was I from making your all man team this year? Just how far away was I?" He said, "Well, Nate, this guy was this." I said, "Yes, sir." I said, "Wow, I was just bearing him." He said, "Yeah." Next week. Oh, man. <laughs> no way. Yes, sir. Next week I was all mad. You told, you told him how much it hurt you? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I'm like, I don't care about no all pro. I don't care about no pro. Because I'm telling you, Jess. Goals. Th- those, things, th- those things in life uh, that man can give us, you know, the wars, the, you know, and all that. But not a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, not, mm-hmm. me and me, Cole Madden is the man. Mm. Yeah, he probably haven't talking to God like God. Now you need to line up like this and get the fellas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Kurt, where are we going? Well, I, uh, Michael Parsons had an interesting quote, and I wanted to run it by you guys, especially with the break coming up. This is the I think you said it before. This is the danger time for mm-hmm. and the uh, coaches get stressed out. But Michael had a quote that said, "It's truly great to be a cowboy. I'm really living my dream. The things I've gotten to do, and this is my first time doing this." He's now a superstar yes. and going into his second year now and getting these chances to do these different things. is How big of an adjustment is that for him? Or is he the type of guy that can handle this, you think? I'm going to say this right here. When, when, you, when you have that type of talent, when you have that type of talent, now the only thing I'm going to ask for him is do 10, 10% more studying and just work out 10% more than he did last year. Just to keep moving forward? Yeah, just to keep moving Because when you have that type of ability, it's something about your mind if you're a great studier and you do 10% more, you're 100% ahead of everybody else. And if you have that type of athletic ability and you work out 10% more than you did last year, you was already ahead of everybody. How far more did that put you ahead of everybody? Mm -hmm. Now, Jesse, give me – the Jerry Mandel, what is his name? Jerry Madelon. Yes, Jerry Madelon. Should we tell everybody what Jerry Ma- who Jerry Madelon is? Just because Nate threw it out there. Nate's gonna tell like Jerry would. T- Jerry Madelon would tell you now that you brought his name up. Right. You need, need to, to tell give him. A yeah. Yeah. Give a description. Yes. Do what he would say. That's what he would say. So so Jerry, we've gotten to know Jerry over the years. Probably the last what three years or so, Kurt. Yeah. He he is he works with a lot of talent at NFL Network, ESPN, a lot of on air talent, a lot of former players. And he helps coach them in the broadcast profession. So whether you're on podcast, whether you're you're on-air talent or whatever. And Jerry usually comes in pre-COVID. He would come in and spend a day, a couple of days with us. Uh, give us feedback, everybody except me and Kurt, because we're, we're so bad. We're, we're, and me, yeah, me you, and Kurt. We're, we're, we're not savable. Uh, but he, he's a great guy. He's got great information and yep. little – Gives you little tidbits about things you never thought about, like your posture and doing things. And so he's in today, and he's listening to the show. I don't know why. I'm sorry, Jerry, that you're wasting an hour of your day. And so that's what Nate's referring to. So. Because he won't, he won't critique. I'll Jesse. take the critique. I'll yeah. take it. But to um, Jesse's the one person on the show that actually has a chance yes. of doing something <laughs> going beyond our with little, their life. Our yeah. little uh, target yeah. here. It won't give me a shot though. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I thought you were in on that USFL deal when you had, when you had, you know, I need when to you call, had Moose I need to, on. I, need to call on Moose. I mean, hell, he got he got JG a, 
a full time gig by getting him on I, that I show. Need, I need to, I need I need Moose's email. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But on the Micah Parsons thing, that that's the one thing that I'm fearful of is stardom is a hell of a drug. Mm. Yeah. It really is. And during this time, we've seen Micah Parsons he dropped pucks. He swung back. He's done so much. I mean, I mean, he's he's you name it. So much. There hasn't been a sporting event. I feel like he has not attended mm-hmm. at this point in time. And now all that comes with the celebrity, the star, and even more comes with it when you're dealing with the star mm-hmm. on your helmet. Mm-hmm. My concern isn't trouble for Micah Parsons. Like he doesn't he doesn't strike me to be a guy who's going to find his way in a DUI, a domestic dispute, a gun charge, or, or anything like that. He doesn't, he doesn't strike me to be that kind of a person. What I fear is that the stardom can get so infectious. It can get so the, – the, the dopamines can get so, so high is that he, he, he loses focus on the thing that got him there. And what I don't want is to rely on – well, I was off of football a year and I came in and I did this. Because it's not going to be that easy next year. Mm. Because there is film on you. Now on Mondays, when teams come together offensively, they're going to say as an offensive unit, as coaches, okay, how do we stop number 11? Like that is now the focus. It's not, well, how do we stop Tank or Gregory or someone? 11. How how do we stop eleven? Do we double them? Do we do we do we slide protection to them? Do we run away from them? Do we use a tight end and a running? That is he is now the star of the team's offensive team's game plan. So I just don't want him to to drift so far away into stardom that he forgets that football is the reason all of this. Is possible. Right. That is my and, and it's and, and for a young for a young player, it it can sometimes be overwhelming, because he had I don't I don't know him personally, but don't look like he said no to anything just yet. Yeah, he <clears> seems <throat> to be enjoying the and, and that's fine. And I'm yeah. I'm totally fine with you enjoying the fruits of your labor, but there's a point in time when you have to kind of sever the ties Cut of that off. and say, all right, now I'm locked in. I gotta I gotta get back in to the lab, I got to really focus in on what I have to do and not just allow yourself to say yes to everything, every single, you know, commercial, every single ad, every single, you know, signing, every single charity event, every single everything, you know, every single vacation or whatever it may be. Just be able to say, all right, I'm done. Now, now this is football time. Yeah. Two, two questions for follow up. Sorry, Nate. One is. Does is there any does it ever bother your teammates that you're doing all that stuff? And two, is there anybody that's in that locker room telling them, "Hey, this is great, but once we lock in at training camp, you need to cut this stuff off." This, this is this is the deal. I saw Emmett do it. I saw Michael juggle it, and I saw Troy juggle it. And all of them had one thing in common, and as long as he's as long as he's doing it in this order, I take care of football first and all else. Because Mike, them early in their careers, was doing the same thing. I'm like, how are they juggling all this? But then I, I started kind of watching them. You know, Emmett would come in sometimes as early as uh, 4 o'clock in the morning and get his workout in. 
Troy would be very during the day, depending on what he had to do. Same with Mike. Mike would work out late at night, 10, 11, 12 at night. As long as you did did everything football first, then and it was like college. You did football-related things first, then you went to class. And that's how you got to treat this. Do all football-related things first. And the only way a player that I would look at a player funny who's just got stardom is your game fall off. As long as your game don't fall off, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Uh, kind of a <clears throat> follow-up, or did you get all your questions answered there? Yeah, yeah, that okay. was, that all was right. Kind of a follow-up to that was McCarthy, they asked him kind of about it, and he said there's more to a second-year jump than just stats. Um, obviously, you want to see what he does on the field, but it's also what kind of teammate are you becoming? Are you making others a around you better I mean is that is that a key thing for Parsons does he have to kind of take more of that leadership role even though he's a second year player does he have to do more off the field for his teammates let me say Troy Emin and Mike made me better on and off the field (laughs) (laughs) on the field because I had to perform and they demanded that I be my best off the field because all their crumbs fell in. <laughs> when Mike said, no, I'm, I'm not doing that for 3000 No, I'm not doing no, no two hours for $3,000. Nate, I will. <laughs> Emmett would be like, uh-uh, nah, nah, nah. Five grand, Mike, you want it? Nah, I'll do it for 3500 <laughs> you know? So they made me better on and off the field. You know? All right, let's take our last. Why? Hold on. Get, what? I want to get Jesse's Jesse, opinion. Yeah. What he did, oh. off the, as a teammate, does I'm he sorry. have to do more to improve? As a teammate, just being a dominant factor, for that's going to help other guys be better. Right. If he's not dominant, then other guys will struggle. Right. If he's right. not getting to the quarterback, now J. Ron Kurtz got to cover guys a little bit longer. If he's not tackling or doing certain things, now the defense had to stay on the field another series. Yeah. Right. You don't get up the field on third downs or. or so when he's – his play itself, and that's, that, that goes back to him doing what he has to do individually because his play alone is going to make everybody else better. If, if he's able to do what he does, then now my DBs are playing better, my secondary is playing better, my, my, my guys up front are playing better, we're, we're getting off the field on third down, you know, we, we, we're turning the ball over, so now everything is working in our favor. If he's not doing those things, if he's not getting those 10-plus sacks, if he's not creating that interior pressure on the quarterback or you know the running back is not being tackled at the line of scrimmage or behind it or you know if he's getting to the, the running back is getting to the second level and it's six, seven, eight yards a carry instead of being two, three, four yards a carry, now that's when you start saying as far as being a good teammate. And off the field, um, I mean – Guys don't really care about that. Like, un- really. unless it's truly impacting what we do on the field. Listen, you can hang by your hang by your testes if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> like, as long as it's not That's in, so as, weird. As long as it's is not it in the Jerry <laughs> Madeline playbook. There, hang by your testes. As long as as long as it's not impacting what we do on the field, and that means. If you off the field getting in trouble and you can't be a part of us on the field, that's impacting. Yeah. If you off the field and you ain't doing your football stuff first, that's impacting. Right. If you if you doing stuff to potentially endanger yourself or hurt yourself that will not put you on the field, that's impacting our – you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So no matter what you do off the field, as long as that off the field stuff isn't impacting what we as a whole need to do or need for you to do for us to be as best as we possibly can on the field – 
Have at it, homeboy. I'm gonna say this, and I know you didn't didn't put this question to the tent, but you know why he's so important. You know what makes this kid so important, more important than any guy we've had in the last five years. Why Parson is he so can actually back to talk up? No, oh. but what make yeah that that too <laughs> that, that that. But you know what he can do that we haven't had around here on a consistent basis. He can make a play when everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. knows that he needs to make a play. Mm-hmm. That is that's the, big. That's the difference, man. That's big. He that's he big. sacks the quarterback or harasses the quarterback when we need it the most. He gets a fumble or interception or tackle for loss when we need it the most. That that's that's that that that's why you know superstar. Y'all always hear me like oh, elite superstar. I'll be like nah nah. But you never heard me say that about him because he makes plays when they need it the most. That's big. That's tough. Can I go to break now, Kurt? <laughs> well, we got some good stuff out of that. I know. Too, you know. I wasn't paying attention. I'm my sorry. Apologies. It's my fault. All right. We will take our last break. When we come back, we lost another couple of good ones this week. Mm-hmm. Some of the Celtics. Mm. Step shot us out there. Not them, but we can talk about that too oh, and more. When we come back on the last segment until August or August, September, man, yeah, yeah. on Hanging with the Boys. Be right back. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back to the show, the most searched podcast on YouTube, on the Dallas Cowboys Podcast Network. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, and Kurt Daniels. And we have a special calling guest that just was blowing the phone up. And he, <laughs> him and Jesse have been uh, talking on Twitter lately. And uh, our good buddy, Muhammad, 
from wherever Muhammad's from is Kuwait. on the phone. Kuwait. It's 130 in Kuwait. Oh, my Dang. goodness. Jesse, take it away. Next Oh, next week is 130. Oh, next week is 130. Y'all must got some super good weather, man, ladies. How do you – Muhammad, Mo, what's up, brother? How are you, man? Yeah, fine. Uh, I got a trivia question. What's the one thing that Shannon does as a host to his co-host that qualifies this show for the Guinness World Book of Records? Ooh, that's uh-huh. a great question. Um, What does he do? Yeah. Mm, you got me, brother. Think about it. Think about it. I'll tell you later. Uh, Nate, uh, <laughs> I was checking your age on, on to see because you are you were you and I are, have used the same terminologies and we have the same limitations on technology. And then uh, uh, Jesse Holly <laughs> something popped up about Jesse Holly that said that his net worth was sixteen million. Did you know that? Sixteen. Wow. Sixteen. You want to say that? When did you send him? When did you send him that extra money? You want to say that out loud, Mo? You want to keep that on the low before people start. Yeah. Well, just in case he wants to bum off something for a ride or something. Yeah, I'm a, I saw, if, as long as you act poor, people will treat you like you're poor and not can <clears> save <throat> my money. Well, well I want to. Like he beat I'm, this lady I'm, out of the house. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> not like that. No, no, not no, physically. No, I don't. I don't no, no, yeah. not like that. Not but, like that. But uh, the reason I'm calling is because I, I wrote a book about the Cowboys, and I would like, it's not published yet, and I would like to donate the proceeds to Jesse Holly's uh, Helping Hand, if it sells. Think that it, it's not published because of, of the title. It's controversial. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send a copy to Kurt Daniels, so uh, I need the consent of Jerry Jones and DeMarco Murray <laughs> because the book is about the 2015 season when we waited four years for Jason Garrett and Jason, uh, Jerry Jones to put together a team behind Tony Romo. And we, in 2014, we beat everybody, and we got a 12-14 and 14 season. And we lost on a fluke call at the end of the uh, Green Bay game. So they, the summer of that season, our, us fans were walking around thinking that, okay, next year is going to be it. Then uh, DeMarco Murray asked for a raise. Jerry says, well, you find your uh, price on the market because uh, anybody can run behind my offensive line. And that crazy guy in Philadelphia pays uh, DeMarco Murray $42 million with a $21 million signing bonus. So he goes from uh, winning a rushing title in 212, uh, 214 to being uh, uh, benched the last three games on Chip Kelly's team, and we go 4-12 and 12 for that season. And so, um, But also the book talks about how I became a fan since 1977 to 86 when I was in the U.S. studying and, and working. And so with that, I'll just uh, see if you guys have any questions. Who, was, who, is, who is your all-time favorite Cowboy player, Mo? Uh, I think Randy White was my all-time favorite. And uh, there was a chapter about Randy White in the book. Um, and uh, he was just uh, – he took the, the game to a different level. And um, – I also liked uh, Tony Dorsett. I was at, at the time. I loved the fact that he skipped Seattle and came to Dallas. Um, I liked, you know, uh, Harry Martin, Ed Tuttle Jones. That's the old team. And in the and this team, I really liked Dak Prescott because um, 
off the field, he's done dealt with so much controversy. And I'm waiting for Mike McCarthy to pay back all the times that he beat us Cowboys in Green Bay and <laughs> go to Green Bay and beat the hell out of uh, that long-haired quarterback. That's, you know, he can beat us with one leg. And, um, of course, you, Jesse Ali, with that catch in San Francisco, which um, I, I show my boys the, the feature that you have and tell them, look, this is how you should get motivated for life. For life. Um, for life. Let's go. For life. For life. Nice. And, um, you know, I, when I came in, in 76, the, the college in that Thanksgiving told us that we couldn't stay. They were closing down the dorm. So we had to find a place to stay. So a friend of mine uh, invited us to his house, another student, and we, <clears throat> we went to uh, Hope, Arkansas. We stayed that Thanksgiving with the Junkie family. Lyle Junkie was his name. And his father was a Razorbacks uh, avid uh, Hogs fan. So we watched football that throughout that whole weekend and got a lesson on American football. <clears throat> and in the middle of the Hogs game, he took us out on the porch and he started teaching us how to hog call the uh, hog suey. <laughs> there we were, two, two boys from... Uh, two camel boys from the deserts of Kuwait wondering if it was religiously acceptable to call hogs since we didn't, we didn't eat pork. pork. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we, the, go ahead. Yeah. 77 season comes on and it's, uh, they win the Super Bowl and it's love, and love from that day on. That's awesome. That's a great story. All right, Mo, we'll get that book to Kurt. Kurt will do, yeah. do all your edits. Yeah, he'll do your edits. We'll work on for free. For, we'll, and he'll get approval from Demarco and Mr. Jones. <laughs> I won't guarantee that. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on a better title to get that thing, get that thing published, man. But we appreciate your yeah. support, man, all the way from Kuwait all year long. Yeah. Uh, you are one of our, you are one of our favorites, man. And and we thank you for your support. We thank you for always tuning in. We thank you for uh, uh, broadcasting us all the way out there, man. And even though today is our last show, man, you're going to be with us throughout this off season. And when we get back uh, in August. Yeah. Yep. Appreciate you listening, Mo. Appreciate yeah, you, Mo. You, sir. Thank you, guys. And it's the what, what's the answer? What's the, the word stop? What's the answer and to the trivia question? He uses the word stop more than any other host on <laughs> earth, any other podcast. So stop. I didn't realize I say stop that much. <laughs> well, thanks, yeah, Mo. Go back and count how many times he uses the word stop when he wants to stop you guys to, you know, taking a, a punch at him. I'm going to get... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When Jesse starts talking about my mom, yes, I say stop. He even, a lot. Said, he even said that once to his mom. His mom got on him one, on one call and he started say, telling his Just mom. Just stop, stop. Stop. You're right, Mo. Stop. You right. never got over that little baby problem. You're not baby. Stop, stop it. See, there you go. Stop it. Stop it. You're right. You're right, Mo. You got it. Hey, appreciate you calling in, Mo. Thank you. All right. Before we get out of here, man, it's been a, it's been a tough 2022. It around has. here, it has. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 lost Miss Marilyn yes, a couple wow. of months ago. Yep. Uh, Dan Devins, that I don't even know if we talked about Dan on the show, but right. was with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders for wow. years and years. Uh, was really active with with the military branches and helped with the USO tours and things. Uh, we lost him earlier this year. We lost what Marion Barber uh, was that last week, mm-hmm. week before yeah, last. Sure. Um, and then we lost a couple of a couple of 
people close to the organization. One was uh, Don Perkins. We'll talk about him in a second. The other was Miss Jeanette, and, and she was our receptionist at Valley Ranch. We lost her over the weekend. Um, was our receptionist at Valley Ranch, moved over to the Star when we opened up here. Always had a bright smile on her face, was always just the nicest person. Wonderful lady. Be- beautiful lady, just the friendliest person ever. Um, she was lost- gatekeeper now. She was. Yeah, she you was. Get by her. If you ever called and and called the front desk, she was the one when you would ask to speak to Jerry Jones after a loss, she would send you to Jerry's voicemail. <laughs> and I don't know if that voicemail ever got checked, but there was a, there was a voicemail where you could call and she would direct you to to Jerry's uh, to Jerry's voicemail and and she, bless her heart after we would lose, she would get hundreds yeah. and hundreds of phone calls the next morning about People wanting to tell her how to run the team, and people wanting to talk to Jerry, and and all that stuff. So, she was great. And Kurt, you, did you, did you have much to do with Don? Did you interview him over the years? I never interviewed him uh, personally. We did do a documentary that he was involved with, and some stories, and uh, just a gentleman. You know, just amazing. He had an amazing life story. You know, grew up in Iowa and. Just kind of what he overcame to to reach the Cowboys, play ball at New Mexico University, I think. I think it was New Mexico University mm-hmm. um, or New Mexico State. I apologize, I'm not totally sure, but uh, just great, nice guy, and really the first Cowboys star running back, you know, back in the day. Still fourth all time, I think, in the Is in, he really? in the franchise history for rushing yards and. Um, Really cool story with him, and he's he's been uh, battling some illness for a while. So, um, rest in peace to him. But yeah. he's really really great guy. It's we've lost Rayfield Wright, Rayfield, Ralph, yes. Ralph about Neely. Rayfield. Yep. Um, I think there's been a couple more names slipped my mind. But yeah, it's it's been a rough 22, 22 so far. Mm. Cowboys Nation. Well, rest in peace, Miss Jeanette and Don Perkins. Yeah, rest um, in peace. That's a project for you right there, man. What's that? You want, you want something for your social media? Go, 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 earth, unearth those, uh, those voicemails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go unearth those voicemails. Ooh, talk about not Over suitable the years. for the <laughs> Yeah. There were, Un- unearth those voicemails. We might have to transcribe those wow. instead of playing them. Yeah. Wow. Was, you, hear, you hear this right here the most. If I had your money, I would. <laughs> I bet a lot of them would start I'm like that. I'm telling you, man. Uh, I have to hear that all, wherever you go. You, you, you hear it a couple I'm times, broke. too. I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By fans saying they could help us win if they had yeah. right. Jerry's money. Yeah, they know. screwed up. Well, well Kurt, know. are you going on any vacations or anything? What are you doing before the season kicks um, off? Yeah, hoping to get away. It's kind of a family vacation, maybe up. Uh, up to Chicago or something like that. A family up there, so get out of this heat. Yeah, for a little bit. Get somewhere a little cooler for a while. Yeah, Jesse, you doing anything Mm-mm. up until the season? Broke. Yeah, sixteen mil. I mean, it's supposedly worth <laughs> sixteen mil. Wow. I think the question for Nate is: Are you not? Where are, are you, you not are you, going? Yeah, are you not Where are you going? Not anywhere? going. <laughs> I'm going. Okay, I got I got three weeks in a row. I we were talking about. I was talking about you the other day at the barbershop because yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, I said Nate's pension got to be great. I said it has to be great. I said I looked at my picture and I said Nate's. I said mine's gonna be pretty decent when I get to that age. I said Nate's has to be fantastic because this is the only dude I know that is. We're in. We're in the major. I've never seen Try gas. Try to this pay high. off stuff is the key. I've never seen mm. gas this high before. Yeah, me either. In my lifetime. And Nate's driving everywhere. Everywhere. 
You like, already he, know. Like, he's you, not you, like, you yo, like, it's a, it's a, to go from South Dallas to come up here to do a show. Like, that's like almost a quarter take of gas. <laughs> Nate's not going from like McKinney to <laughs> Fort Worth. Florida. I saw it. Nate's I, going Mexico. to Florida, Mexico, <laughs> Memphis, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana. I saw a meme today. Y'all probably saw it. It's a, it's a gas pump. It's just laying on the ground and it says for $6 a gallon, you can hang it up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you, man. Yeah, I got a. What, yeah. what you got the next three weeks? I got a, a Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. This Atlanta, then, but I'm flying there. They paying for that. Then I got to come back and go to uh, Delaware Big E's um, golf tournament. And mm-hmm. then Are you driving that, to that? Yeah. And then after that, I'm driving over wow. to uh, Delaware. Then I got to go to in a couple of weeks. Then I go to Florida for my Fourth of July for my mom's and, family. And then you come to California. And then I'm gonna go to uh, California. No, I'm, st- I'm still. We can go up to South Carolina because I got another deal I got to go to. So I'm gonna stay in Florida that week. And then I just got to find out the dates that we got to be to camp to do. All right, I'll and find then I'm out. Driving there, and Jesse, you ain't going with well, me. So I'll, I'm not asking you. Don't, don't even sit. Don't sit on the porch. <laughs> yeah, don't, you not, ain't going with me. I'm not. 21 <laughs> hours to Delaware. To Delaware. 21 hours. Wow. Man's an animal. From Dallas to yeah. Delaware, He's 21 hours or 40 minutes. He's a machine. Well, I leave on a Friday night, you know, and I probably stop somewhere. The only the gas don't bother me. It should. The gas don't bother me, but the hotel rooms do, because over the years, when you got when you used to get the same hotel room for 55 dollars. And now that costs one hundred and fifty-five dollars. You need to do one of them little. I'm gonna say if you're not a, if you're not a, if you're not a. a so I'm gonna turn into a truck on some of them. <laughs> what I'm is I'm gonna have my clothes, run in there, get me a shower, and I gotta you know I gotta play like sleep in my van. If you're not like fixed. a member of like Hotels.com or Hilton or somebody yeah. like that on the way, because if you're a member wow. of Hotels.com, you get a free room like every ten stays and. Or, or you should yeah. have a credit card at one of the hotels. Did you just hear me? He's going to go to the truck stop and shower and sleep in his car. Up, man. <laughs> no, sleep in my, you know, I, I got it's better than you think, bro. No, you, no, I saw your van. Your van is nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't got nice. to just get the back part built. Yeah, pretty nice, good. Nice sprinter he got there, man. Yeah. Where you, right. going? you going anywhere? I'm gonna go somewhere. I just don't know where I'm going no, yet. Mexico I gotta get out. I gotta get out of here for for yeah. a little bit. No, probably not Mexico with this monkeypox. I don't think you can get. You got to get tested to get back in. And no, I, no, no. The country. they they lifted. They, oh, did yeah. they? You lifted. Think he's getting tested every time he comes back in. <laughs> they lifted. That's a good point. <laughs> they they lifted the 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 restrictions that come back into the United States. They don't oh. have to have all the COVID tests and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I will. They, go. they just lifted that. All right. Yeah. Just don't eat any. What is it? Eating wild. Dead animals, and that how you get monkeypox? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> if you're eating wild, you know what? You are from I'm Louisiana, you are Louisiana, man. Louisiana. Yeah, so, so you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't a first eating a little raccoon. I noticed when I went through Louisiana, Mississippi, and uh, Alabama, it, was, it, it used to be uh, not a lot of roadkill. It was a lot of roadkill, so I guess everybody like that. No, Backing off of it. Now, they're not taking it home. All right, Kurt. Yes, sir. Good seeing you, Jesse. Thanks for bringing oh, it, Nate. Thank thanks y'all, for, man. Thanks for bringing Thank it. y'all. Jazz, Sorry thanks for late. keeping us on the Sorry. air, Brother yeah, Will. Thanks for keeping the live streams up. We will be back with all of you. I'm going to go talk to Jerry. In either. Not Mr. Jones, but the other one. August or September. <laughs> Mr. Madelon. Nate's on his way. We will yeah. be back. Nah, bro. We'll see you soon. <laughs> no, man. Nah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!